We're getting out and about, bringing mobs together by Warangari Media in the far reaches of the Kimberley. Getting around by Wongi Banalapuru as well, sending out those messages by the, the big transmitters there and into Pilbara Country with the Ngata Radio. Now we're heading to Halls Creek where we find Michael Ray from Jingara Juda to kick off our first remote uh, financial counselling session. Hello, Michael. Welcome back. Hi, Sandy. How are you going? Good. I noticed you're well and truly in it already. With this rain, you mean? With the client. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, it, everything's fine. I'm, uh, yeah, we've got some sort of things I was wanting to chat to you about. So I'm good to go whenever you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, please do, because it sounds like you've hit the ground running for the start of this year. Um, yeah, it's been quite busy. Um, I've worked through much of the period. Um, and yeah, I, mean, I guess every day, you know, brings in new things. But um, yeah, there's, there's the, and of course, people come and go. You know, there's staff changes happening. That's always a part of it, particularly at the beginning of each year. So yeah, there's a lot going on here, but we're sort of basically cranking up for another year, particularly uh, getting, starting to get out to some communities. We're not able to get to all of them because of the road conditions. Um, and, you know, we've got plans and things we want to do this year, some building on what we did last year, but also some new initiatives that we're hoping to do. So there's quite a lot of things that maybe when I come in and chat with you, we'll be talking about. Okay. So, so far, what's been planned? Um, yeah, well, um, one of the things I was just going to talk about is actually going to happen tomorrow. We're um, running a, a small session for the elders of the community here in Halls Creek, and it's to do with this issue of elder financial abuse that you probably know about. Um, it's a bit of a sensitive topic, particularly for an outsider, because it is sort of mixed up with sort of cultural practices. But it, it's sort of where, if you like, more traditional cultural sharing merges into more outright taking advantage of someone and ultimately can get to the point of just ripping someone off. And particularly because of the complexities of using apps and mobile phones and having passwords and PIN numbers and so on, a lot of the older folk you know, need or, or rely on getting help from younger people. Um, and that's great. But of course, you know, there may be some occasions where that provides an opportunity for the younger person to take advantage. And a lot of these older folks, when we sometimes look at their bank account details, they're unaware of the fact that maybe money's been taken out of their account, maybe quite regularly sometimes. So it's a complicated issue. And you know, um, we can try and educate the older people and skill them up, but 
they'll probably still rely a lot on younger family members and, and others to help them. And we just have to sort of try and help people to sort of do the right thing by each other rather than um, have a few of them. There's only just a minority, I'm sure, who see, you know, this is an opportunity to get money out of someone's account that they wouldn't know about and that they, they can then use themselves for whatever purpose. It's good to have a little bit of knowledge then not at all, hey? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, um, it's good that people, you know, can get assistance and that people do help their older folks. So when, you know, most of the time, it's probably quite normal and should be encouraged. It's just those sort of few occasions when um, people are a bit more unscrupulous and, um, yeah, trying to educate, as you say, just people to be wary if, if someone's saying, oh, give, tell me your PIN number and I'll do it. Or I'll give me your card, I'll go down to the store, I'll do it for you. And then they never see the person again, of course. And then there's changing the PIN numbers regularly. Yeah, well, there's obviously things, but that, I mean, that, that's good advice. But of course, that's part of the problem because then it gets very confusing for many people. And we all know sometimes it's hard to remember which PIN you've used. And, you know, you usually quite often only given a number of opportunities to put in the correct PIN number and then you're frozen out for a period of time. So if you've got multiple PIN numbers and you're having to change them all the time, that in itself can be a problem trying to sort of keep track of them all. So that does make it very hard and confusing for a lot of folks. Um, and, you know, I don't want to sort of make things more complicated than they need. But... Um, you know, on the other hand, we do need to try and protect people, and that's obviously where PIN numbers and passwords and so on are needed. And literacy and numeracy and exactly high up there. Yeah, and I mean, these days, of course, it's digital literacy and numeracy as well as the old kind of, you know, reading and writing. Um, because, you know, basically in the last decade or so, pretty much everything, particularly to do with banking in, in these more remote areas, has gone, you know, onto the internet or onto your phone. Uh, there's no banks, you know, there's very few teller machines. And um, basically, you've got to know how to do everything yourself using your phone. Um, and that, that, you know, that's been a huge change for lots of people, everyone, I suppose, but especially for again, some of the older people um, who, you know, for whom these phones sort of a newfangled technology. Yes, especially trying to be flipper fingers. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose the other thing is, which comes with all this, is the fact that, unfortunately, another aspect of all this is there's lots of scams around. And, you know, we all have to be wary because we're all getting messages saying, oh, we need to do this or you need to do that or special offer or, you know, um, if you go on to this and provide, you know, your bank account details, we'll put money in or we'll provide you with this, that or the other. And they all seem so enticing and it's often very hard to figure out which is genuine from what's not. But, of course, if you get sucked in, you can lose a lot of money very quickly, you know. And again, a lot of our people here 
would be amongst the most vulnerable because it's very hard for them to even understand, let alone to be able to sort out what might be genuine from what's not genuine. And that's all happening tomorrow, Michael. Yeah, so, well, it, it's actually an ongoing thing, but tomorrow we're having a bit of a get-together, bit to get, bit of a get-together. We did do something similar around September, October last year, um, and it's sort of fact that it's, we're now into the beginning of another year. We thought we'd have, we'll do it again. Um, so, yeah, there'll be some sessions like this happening tomorrow here at Jungani Judia. Um, and, you know, we're hoping to see a number of people and we'll sort of, a bit like what you said, try and sort of educate them and get some understanding and, and skills uh, through to them to sort of try and help them manage these issues better and protect themselves and their money. Mm. Well, I know myself when I like to learn something, I, go, I like to go over and over. Yeah, I mean... Practice makes perfect, I guess, like the old saying goes. And um, the the only way really is, say, if you're talking about using your phone to surf the net and get onto apps and so on, the only way really is to do it. But of course, you know, to some extent, there's not much room for error because if you get onto the wrong thing or if you press the wrong button, you may easily be doing some harm to yourself, at least in terms of your money, you know, particularly if you're sort of doing things where you're sharing details about your account, for example. So, yeah, you do, a person does need to practice, but sometimes, of course, just in practicing, you may inadvertently be making mistakes and that could cost you money. So there's, there's risks even just sort of going on and just trying to do things to figure out how to do them. Yeah, which is why this is important that these sessions actually are continuous. Yeah, and, and we will keep doing it. It's a bit of an ongoing issue, um, this whole issue of elder financial abuse and digital skills and literacy that kind of go together. It, it, we started doing it last year and we'll be doing it all through this year. So it's not it's not like it's just a one-off session and that's the end of it. It will be an ongoing kind of focus for us, um, but you know it's a, it's definitely one of the sort of main themes that we'll be looking at this year, um, and yeah, no doubt we'll be talking about it some more as the as the months go by. Okay, what else are on your planning list? Well, we've sort of changed our emergency relief arrangements early this year. Um, we've we've actually scaled back from basically offering it every day of the week to just two days of the week, which might sound a bit unfriendly, but it, it's, it's done for a reason. It's really that we don't want to create a dependency. Um, and to some extent, we don't want people to see us primarily as just the people to go to when you when you want a food voucher. Because, you know, what our financial capability workers are really trying to do is to help people avoid the need to rely on things like food vouchers. If they can manage their money well, if they can manage their budget, then hopefully they've got enough to, to pay their bills and buy food for the family and all that sort of stuff throughout the fortnight. 
and they won't need emergency relief. So to some extent, emergency relief is a necessary evil. I mean, it's definitely needed. We're not getting out of it altogether, but it's not, it shouldn't be the main thing because that's encouraging you know, bad habits, if you like, and, and creating a dependence on it. So um, we, we've now scaled back to ER just on Tuesdays and Thursdays. People seem to have taken that pretty well. Um, we, you know, we were wondering whether people, might, people might get cross and angry, but they seem to be taking it well. And um, yeah, we're still able to do lots of other things. And in the longer run, as I say, we're hoping that you know they'll eventually. Our, our goal, if you like, is to make it get to the point where there's less need for food vouchers because people are able to manage their their money and pay their bills and pay their rent and and you know all that sort of stuff more more skillfully than than maybe previously and that's really what we're trying to do in our work that's an interesting move yeah well it's it's sort of it's really a development of what we've been doing for a while it's not like a whole new thing obviously Having some days of the week when we will not be doing ER uh, is a new thing. Um, in, it, it's not like we do nothing. In fact, those days, our financial capability workers, uh, they're the days when they go out to the town camps and the outlying communities, and they'll continue to do that throughout the year. So it's also part of getting us out of the office more. I mean, we still need to be here because... There's no doubt about it. This is, you know, this is where people know they can find us and, and so on. And a lot of the outlying people, when they come into Halls Creek, you know, dropping in at Jungan is one of the things they do. And, and we need to, to be part of that. But we think it's a good thing, too, to sort of get out into the community more. And that's why we're going out um, to both the town camps and the outlying communities. Financial counselling is all about empowering, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's all about information, skills, empowerment, all of that, yeah. Any changes? Changes? Are similar in, in the operations? Um. We've got changes of staff and then each, because we're a small team, you know, it's inevitable that you've only got to have a, an individual move and, you know, he or she takes with them their particular connections and approach and skills. And then the new person, you know, does things a bit differently and maybe there's a lot of catching up to do and so on. So we've had those sorts of things. Um, one other thing that is coming our way that is completely new is, and I think you guys more on the West Kimberley side have had it for a while, but we're the, the normal, most of our people bank with, I think I can say it, Commonwealth Bank. Um, that's just a sort of historical thing. But um, we, yeah, we, we've not got a branch here and we don't ever see them here. We have to go to places like Kanara if we're even to meet them. But they are, this is their own initiative, they are planning a number of visits to Halls Creek starting in April. So it will be interesting to sort of have the people, the bank that most people bank with here on the ground 
both on both sides because they will see what life is like here, the bank people, and in turn it will provide an opportunity for local people to sort of talk directly with people from the bank. So that's a, a completely new thing that, yeah, we've been offered and we've um, taken up, you know, with enthusiasm, saying, yeah, great, come on out. So um, I believe they're, they're also visiting, I think, Fitzroy Crossing, so it's not just Halls Creek, but that will be much appreciated because, um, you know, basically everyone's dealing with their banks if not every day, then, you know, most days of the week. And, you know, the experience can be a bit frustrating. It's not necessarily the bank's fault, but, you know, there's long delays on the phone. And, you know, for people with communication difficulties and so on, it makes the whole banking experience long, complicated, and often rather frustrating, as I say. So it'll be good to have them here on the ground. It's good to know that the roundtable discussions do really uh, take on board uh, what people... Yeah, I think it has come out of that, and that, that's to the credit of Broom Circle um, for initiating that. So I suppose, I, I, I think this would be the case, it probably would not be happening but for, for that initiative. And you're right, it's very much a direct um, result of that. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's good. Sorry. And, and a direct result of you guys doing such a great job with what you do in Halls Creek, Michael. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that, um, the financial capability workers are the ones helping with all the phone calls rather than me. But, yeah, it, it you know, I hear them. And I do, you know, my I actually um, am impressed by what they have to do because, you know, you know, it is frustrating sometimes having to wait 30, 40 minutes to get through and then you sort of have difficulties, you know, getting them to accept a person's ID and everything gets sort of, you can feel everything's sort of complicated and, and you know, people in the city wouldn't have to put up with this. It's just because we're isolated. Um, now, of course, there's reasons why, and I suppose we all understand that there can't be a bank on every corner um, right across Australia, but still. Um, it can make the job very challenging at times. And, yeah, that's more the work of the capability workers than myself personally, but I hear it and see it happening pretty much every day of the week in our little office here. Yes. Very challenging <laughs> with uh, what you guys do out there in those remote areas. Michael Ray, it's always a pleasure to uh, just find out how, how it's being done where it's being done and hoping to find solutions. Hope it goes well tomorrow with yes. uh, also the, the Commonwealth Bank visit and uh, uh, just uh, the community rounds as well. Was there any items, other items no, on your no, little I list? Think, I think um, we've, we've talked about the things that I was hoping to just mention. And um, once again, I appreciate your providing the opportunity to sort of let people know about these things. And I look forward to catching up with you every month or two over the coming months. No worries, Michael. And, and thanks again for taking that step to be our first cross with our financial segment today. No worries. Thank you very much, Sandy. Thank you. 
Michael Ray from Dingari Dira in Hall's Creek. He's the financial support person there.